When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Just before we leave our teams and go to the other team, because there's a couple of big ins, uh, certainly one for Collingwood and a significant in uh, coming this week for Geelong against the Western Bulldogs, which will be a terrific think game. Both, I think Geelong will win. I think Geelong will win, yeah. particularly with Tom, Down there. With, particularly with Stuart coming back, who's well, regarded as all Australian uh, best defender at the moment in the competition. Yeah, And, uh, and Joel Selwood's 350th, 50th which we'll get game. to. Exactly. But I, the one thing I do want to say before we get to tipping and, and some of these other... I mean, I... West Coast should be able to beat Gold Coast. West Coast Eagles, the famous West Coast Eagles, far more experienced. No, I'm not overall. convinced. I'm not convinced. Got, got a very secure coach. I'm not very. That, I'm not convinced. Gold Coast have got a pretty inspiring and imposing sort of key performance indicator bunch, though, Pete. <laughs> it worries me that the Gold Coast could inflict this on West Coast. Gold Coast are number five in the AFL. For inside 50s at 56 a game. West Coast have been averaging 40. Gold Coast average 85.4 a game at number nine. West Coast average 64 points a game. Gold Coast are number two. Number two in the competition for contested ball at 144 a game. West Coast 120. Hit outs. Gold Coast are number two at 43 a game. Jared Witts is the number one ruckman for hitouts in the game and number one ruckman for hitouts to advantage. Mm. And Took Miller. Yeah. He gets under the radar. He should be a guaranteed All-Australian. He's number one in the competition for clearances every match at eight a game. Now, West Coast couldn't control... West Coast couldn't control last weekend Steele, Ross and Crouch. How are they going to control the likes of Took Miller... Raul, David Swallow, Noah Anderson on Sunday. Here am I saying I think they should win. You read a, a developing team like Gold Coast and you think, well, they'll beat West Coast. No, Gold Coast will beat West Coast. I'm almost uh, pretty yeah. confident with that. And just looking at it, you know, Rankin's been talked about at the moment. You know, Casbold will find a couple of goals. Chol's been very impressive. Mm. Uh, he's I mean, certainly presented himself. You mentioned about Toot Miller. He's been outstanding. You know, Sam Collins, for me, he'll probably line up on Jack Darling. Sam Collins is a very, very close checking defender. Well, he won't worry about Jack Darling. Yeah. Every team in the competition sends their second or third key defender to Jack Darling. They, yeah. they, they'll, they'll line up on – so Collins will take uh, Bailey Williams if he's forward and Nick Natanui starts in the ruck, mm. which, as I say, I doubt that. I reckon Natanui might play quite a bit of time forward, be managed somewhat, so that he just gets a good hit out and he's primed to lead West Coast in the ruck through the midfield – and have a big day out against Adelaide the following Sunday to send Josh Kennedy off with a victory. But West Coast failure to quell the dominance of Steele, Ross, Crouch last week, who are slow movers, and there was no movement from the coaching fraternity at, in the, at the stadium here at West Coast to try to stop those. I mean, 
that was poor in terms of proactive coaching. So I'd like to see a bit more in advance. I would just, we've just given them all the stats. Here are some boys you've got to pay attention to. Put a tagger on to Tuke Miller. <laughs> it, it might not work, but at least try it. Okay, let's have a look at a couple of real milestones in the game. As we mentioned, uh, Joel Selwood plays his 350th. And the other one is, of course, uh, Stewart is back after mm. that lengthy suspension for that callous uh, challenge uh, some weeks ago when the ball was certainly past the opponent. Now, Geelong looked good. And, of course, uh, Jordan DeGoey is back for Collingwood. So let's go to the Saturday game. Collingwood against Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Port Adelaide's done and dusted. Ken Hinckley says he's not listening to any outside noise. Are they affected by the outside noise of what might happen or might not happen here next year? No. No, not at all. I think that's football clubs deal with that all the time. You'd be surprised at how much lack of notice that we take of that sort of stuff. Um, we, we come to work to work with each other and we enjoy working with each other and... Um, you know, our, our job and our responsibility is to perform at our best this week. Okay, now Michelangelo spoke, Rucci asking I, that question. And I spoke to him on my drive yep. show yesterday, yeah. and we spoke about Ken Hinckley. He's quietly convinced that Hinckley will stay on at Port. One thing about one thing says. about yeah, and Michelangelo knows. I mean, he's a Port man. He's actually yeah. worked. He he took a bit of time away from the media at one stage and worked with Port Adelaide. Uh, it hurt his relationships with Adelaide, even mm. when Adelaide was strong, he's so close to Port and he just gets really good mail, Michelangelo. Yeah. If he's saying that, my first response to that, Peter, would be that if Ken Hindley's under siege, and he should be, because they're not going to make the eight. I've, I actually did a bit of a search through... But he also said that where they've come from a zero and five start, you look back, has been fairly good. You know, oh, not, not many sides. are clutching at straws there. Zero and five because they were poor, and yeah, that's the coach. But, but, yeah, but there may have been some other factors, Hags, but still they were zero and five, and here we are up to round 19 and even round 20, and they were challenging for a final spot. Normally, oh, are so, they really? They've on. only won eight. Hang Peter. on, Haggers. You're going to need 13. No, There's four on, games Haggers. to go. You're going to need eight. Hang on. Let me finish. When you're a side at zero and five, you're done and dusted by round 10 and 11. Yeah. They've hung in there. Oh. So give them some credence okay. here. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to, Peter. Yeah. They are 8 and 10. You'll need 13 wins to make the 8. There's only four on, games they, left. And they've lost a couple oh, by a bee's diaphragm. So, but let me tell you, Collingwood... And those diaphragms were country miles yeah, at some stages of the but game. also Collingwood are in the top four because they've won many games by bee's diaphragms. The luck's fallen their way. And they changed their coach to get... That guarantee, yeah, didn't let's, they? Let's not look so, at just the one coach. Thing I, the coach, not the be and end all of it all. Oh, he runs the program. He does run the program, especially all, someone like Ken Hinckley. Yeah, but he's the man. He's been there ten years, and ten years to not win a premiership is too long. Ten years to lose some of the finals they've lost is too long. That's why he should be looked at. Okay, However, okay. Now let me finish. And you say zero and five Port Adelaide. In that period, West Coast had won a game. Okay. Where are West Coast compared to Port Adelaide? West Coast and don't, the... ma- and don't make excuses for West Coast. Hey, I, I don't. Okay. I, I yeah. take offence to that. Yeah. I, I've been someone for two or three years, two or three, perhaps even four years. I'll read you some notes. Yeah, read me some. Okay, notes. you've dug these out from the. Uh, I was Kim looking Hagdorn for something dungeon. else. I was looking for something else. I wanted to go back to my notes to find out when I revealed in 2019 that Brad Hill was going to St Kilda. That was May the 1st mm-hmm. after round six. It was denied for the next 20 weeks. He finally went to St Kilda. We, re, let me read this to you. West Coast are into performance repair mode. Noticeable at training. Introduction of a new drill. Ground ball gets. Contested possession. 
Win the simple ball. Win the awkward ball. Simple drills, specific skills, body use and execution in instructions. All importance of winning the ball, maintaining it at distribution with good strong body. Contact and tackle. Adrian Hickmock took the drills. West Coast had been hammered in contested ball up until round six of that season by more than 20 contested balls per game. They'd been smashed by Geelong the previous Saturday by 34 contested possessions. That reads like something. That's May of 2019, and they still haven't got it right. Mm, Okay. May 1, 2019, they started trying to be better at contested ball and body contact, absorbing body contact, and here we are now in 2022. They're still trying to do the same things of a freewheeling game with the same bunch of blokes, okay. and they're all five years older. Just very quickly, Collingwood take on Port Adelaide. Yep. That's the game, the early game on Saturday, 11.45. Are Collingwood a top four side? They're in there at the moment. Will they remain in there, or will Sydney take their spot? I think Sydney get their spot. I went through it today, Pete, um, as best I could. I, I think Sydney can win three more. Their, their big clash is going to be with Collingwood. Mm. In, uh, in round 22 at the, the Sydney SCG. Cricket Ground. Yeah, yeah, so that will decide, I reckon, the fourth spot. And I think for Fremantle's sake, tomorrow night in particular has a massive say in whether they're going to finish top top four. I'm not convinced that Fremantle can win both tomorrow night and the Bulldogs the following week. So three wins would put them in the chop up for fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh even. They could go as low as seventh if they lost tomorrow night. And then the Bulldogs the following week, even though I think Fremantle will beat West Coast in round 22 and probably the the Western Sydney in round 23. But Fremantle could finish. They'll be in the mix for fourth, fifth or sixth. Collingwood, I think, will finish fifth or fourth, depending on who wins out of Sydney and Collingwood in round 22. That's just part of the amazing setup. I've, I've got it for Geelong, finishing with 18 wins, Pete. I think they win their next four. Bulldogs, St Kilda, Gold Coast Eagles. And then Melbourne, if they win tomorrow night, I think finish second. Sydney third. And then Collingwood fourth. Fremantle, Brisbane. See, Brisbane could even stay there, but I think they'll lose on, on the weekend. I was just going to say, that was going to be my to next Richmond. porter call. Sunday, the mid-afternoon game is Richmond and Brisbane. Of course, Shane Edwards plays his 300th. As we go to the break, this is Shane Edwards on achieving an incredible milestone. I've tried my best not to look at a lot of the... The lists and all that, but you know, it's hard, it's hard to ignore it. Just today, um, at Richmond with Francis Burke and, and Kevin Bartlett, you just think far out. Like, what have I done? It's it's pretty incredible, and you feel a bit. Uh, I'm not going to say embarrassed, but you're like, how, how am I on this um, with all these guys? And you mentioned our draft. It's incredible.